After enduring isolation, to begin doing podcasts in person is a wonderful experience. There is no doubt that working in a virtual environment is much better than I had ever expected. However, the electricity of an engaging discussion face-to-face -face with a person passionate about her work and interests and from whom there is so much to learn is an irreplaceable pleasure. Tanya jumps seamlessly back into her sensual talk repertoire with more tales and experiences and plans and energies and one wonders how she will drive her sessions forward once released from the privations of the pandemic. Our chat meanders animatedly through the topics of Christmas, superstition, cultural diversity, lingerie and even ice cream. It is in essence an entertaining reprisal of our podcasts and presents us with a taste of what is to come in 2022. Thanks for listening. Tanya, this is amazing to have you here, actually, like, Yay. within reach. Yeah. Um, yeah, welcome to Berlin. Thank you so much. Finally, we are sitting opposite of each other and together in one room. Yeah, I, I can't believe it. I, I don't know if I'm going to even be able to focus on what we're saying. Um, but, <laughs> because uh, it's surreal to see each yeah, other while talking. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's been six years. So yeah. I think at least six yeah, years. So. Yeah, it's been a long time. My word. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. it's great to see you. Um, and I mean, six years ago, these podcasts were not even a part of any kind of thought mechanism yeah. that I had at the time. But I mean, was Essential Talk even in your mind six years ago? Or six the ideas behind it, were they in your mind six years ago? No, the topics have been there already. Yeah, yeah I've been okay. interested in this kind of topics. Yeah, like why, quite why though? Have I ever asked you even why? Was it, okay, life experiences and so on. Yeah. yeah? But um, yeah, what sort of pushed you towards saying, I really want... I know that there, there are certain... You know, needs, shall we say, from uh, elements of society. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, there there is perhaps some uh, a, a gap. Curiosity. Somewhere. Yeah. And then the fact that I've been traveling a lot and uh, I've been like emerged myself into different cultures and then got also the chances to talk about these topics, femininity, masculinity, sexuality, even sexuality, sensuality in, in, in different contexts, uh, which, yeah, just didn't make me want to stop talking and thinking about this, but um, heightened my, my, um, my curiosity. Mm. So, yeah, I think I, I re I, since my teenager times, I really <laughs> like to talk about this topic, like not only um, living it, <laughs> like mm -hmm. having sex mm -hmm. or being sensual, but also to talk about it, to, to exchange mm -hmm. with friends, male friends, female friends. Yeah. Mm. So... Yeah. I mean, we do have um, a list of topics to talk about, but I mean, yeah. as is always the case with us, we tend to run off on a certain tangent, yeah? And uh, yeah. Yeah, whether it's curiosity or just simply the, the moment. Um, yeah. But thinking about it, I mean, the I, I, whenever I speak about these kinds of things with perhaps students, if it comes up in conversation, <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah? The, the term sex the, or anything in any way sexual, I would not bring up unless, for example, I was speaking with... Obviously, adults, all of my students, adults, um, but that there were not only women present, but also other men present, because then I would feel, for some reason, essentially protected mm. in some way. Yeah, mm. that there wasn't some strange intention behind mm. me bringing mm. up the topic, um, and and that also only with people who I had worked with for a long time. Mm. Yeah. Now, so for you to be able to raise this project takes, I think, a lot of confidence because it is in many ways very much a taboo thing so th this really stems from either um, a, a sincere um, need as it were from within you to talk about it but also because you believe it's extremely important um, but also confidence 
Yeah, maybe it's a mixture of all of this. And maybe it's also one, one, one missing part is that I, in my opinion, like I'm witnessing the need from others to talk about it. And the thing which happens, like, I mean, for me, it's also not easy. Like if I sit with somebody, I don't know, it's like, I also have to like swallow and then like, okay, can I go for this terminology? Can I say sex? Can I say femininity? Uh, but my experience so far is when I do that, then it's like I'm opening a gate and then the person opposite of me with the person with whom whom I'm talking uh, is also opening up. A friend of mine um, I met while I was studying in Hamburg, she once told me like, if you want uh, somebody to open up, you need to open up first. And that is something that really, that really makes, made me think because I'm rather a rather protective person of like, if it comes to my own stuff. Uh, which maybe you wouldn't say so, like listening to the podcast. No, no. no. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, and that made me think and, and reflect and also act upon it. And it's true, it's true. Like sometimes I'm also only opening up the, uh, the door a little bit and then that's enough for the person opposite just to open the entire gate because um, my belief is that People are really waiting for the for opportunities to exchange, to open up, to make themselves or that we can make us being seen. Mm. Yeah. Um, and there was another thing I wanted to say. Ah, yeah, about this um, about this talking to people you don't know. That is something you you would not know what happened in December. Yeah, because in December, um, a very, very good friend of mine, she came up uh, and said, I have a friend and a male friend and I talked to him. Uh, they met, they I don't know, had a coffee and then they were also uh, amongst others talking about uh, femininity, masculinity and and then she brought up the sensual talk. And this guy was really interested and uh, positive uh, towards that topic. And so she asked me if she could give my contact details and that is what she did. And then to cut a long story short, we met in a, in a cafe in, in December, uh, like two strangers. Yeah. And I, I'm calling it actually my first central private with a man. I had central privates with ladies before when Corona um, didn't allow us to meet in, uh, in many people with many people. So and we were sitting there and we like we didn't know each other. And then he uh, explained why he was interested in, in getting in touch and uh, exchanging. And I explained like and explained who he is and and I explained who I am and why I'm doing the essential talk. And then um, an hour, an hour and a half later, um, his uh, his partner came and uh, was sitting also with us. So then I had like a couple sitting with me uh, or I was sitting with a couple and we had an exchange and they were like the, the talks were quite deep without us knowing each other st sitting in a very public place like a coffee bar. Um, and it was nice. It was really nice. It was, yes, it's intense, but it's not, but it's intense and it's nice and it's dynamic. And now both of them are actually also in the mailing list. So you're not the, uh, the, you've been the first, but you are not the only yeah. male. Yeah. <laughs> so now we have a second one. <laughs> yeah. I, I, look, I, I carried that mantle for long enough yeah, i think yeah. it's, it's fair to branch out now yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> um yeah okay that's really interesting i was because i was going to lead up with then okay are they going to continue these um well your interactions at least um but the, the next question was then did they or do you consider the experience therapeutic was it like uh, just an exchange of ideas experiences without going into detail no no it wasn't therapeutic it was it was really an exchange of uh, our own um experiences like why i 
why I'm doing the central talk and of course you have to reflect upon uh, past um, experiences and also um, current ideas and they, the two of them they had ideas what they wanted to do and he had also ideas like for example to have something like that for for men you know we were we were discussing like okay so far the sensual talk i'm organizing is only for ladies due to the fact that i am a woman so i do this for for ladies and of course i'm also i mean i mentioned this also in the podcast um several times like i would love to have also uh central talks for ladies central talks for men but if i as a woman am am moderating uh, a central talk for men there is that's a di that's going to be a different dynamic than a man moderating a central talk for men same thing with um mixed um like men women ladies gentlemen um mixed gender um central talk that's also again another dynamic um and in my opinion and that's also what we talked about i think it's a, also a different dynamic if you have couples you know participating so like i could also imagine to have central talk like four couples you know like that that's gonna have a total different outcome mm um and and feeling so yeah so we were like like reflecting up on different things and that was quite nice it's it was for me it was nice to see like to to meet out of nothing mm. uh more people who are also taken by this subject by this um yeah by this topic so that was nice okay so, so basically, is there a chance, do you think, for us to see like sensual talk in a more, not necessarily expansive way, but with uh, divisions, as it were, subdivisions? Yeah. yeah, yeah, I'd love to. That, that's the, we've been talking, for example, about having a sensual talk in Berlin or in my hometown, not only in, in Frankfurt or in Offenbach, uh, but, uh, but I have many ideas. So the, the point is that I have to like um give birth to them <laughs> but this corona thing you know it's like uh, yeah, yeah it made it a bit difficult in the last one and a half years yeah so yeah okay. let's see i'm positive i'm positive mm. and i mean last year also things happened um i didn't plan for for example the opportunity at the um uh, of Macher Kulturnächte when I had the chance to to give a, gave an interview with three other amazing ladies so um, yeah stuff mm. like this where you can get uh, reach out to an audience uh, who didn't hear about the Central Talk before yeah. yeah I'm really happy that you sent me the video for, um, which okay and a very unofficial video which your yeah. friend took on her phone yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's a shame the entire like presentation or show wasn't recorded yeah, properly yeah. because it seems like it was, it was a very special moment yeah yeah it was for me it was amazing i don't know did you have the chance to see the the movie woman no no i haven't no oh, yeah yeah you should but because that was the interview was before and then they shown the the movie woman so to everybody who who's listening and who didn't see the movie i really suggest to watch this movie it was um i think it's very well done okay all right. And very realistic. All right. This is yeah. definitely, I, I will put this in the uh, podcast notes as well uh, yeah. and also uh, put it on my own private list of movies <laughs> to watch. Yeah. But I mean, what is definitely uh, clear is the, the passion and uh, vigor with which you communicate um, about these topics, which simply says to me, all of these things are going to happen. Yeah. And, and this is what I think is really cool because anybody who speaks to you will see straight away these things are going to happen. Yeah, it'll be great. And not only in Germany. Mm. I mean, there's an entire world out there. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I mean, so. I'm, I'm doing a podcast in English, so I could also do a central talk in English. Maybe. <laughs> no, well, you, you've discussed almost everything that there is to discuss, so why not? Yeah, yeah. So let's see how it goes. Yeah. Okay. All right. Oh, good. Good. Yeah. Good. Um, yeah. So we've just gone through uh, the Christmas holidays. Yes. Um, so um, 
Yeah. How how were they for you? W were they long enough? I mean, they never really are, but this year was particularly short, wasn't it? Mm, well, f for me, uh, <laughs> because I'm coming out of... <laughs> Okay, four years. Really. Yeah, out of a, a tiny sabbatical. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. So. All right, yours was a bit longer than mine. Then. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, so no, it was fine. It was okay. fine. It was, uh, it was enough. Um, I really learned to appreciate the time between Christmas and the, um, yeah, like, what is yes. it? The, no, the... Like the last week of the old year and the first week of the new year, mm. you know, like until the 6th of January, Heilige Drei Könige, would you say that in English? Oh. Is they, they don't... Well, for this the Armenian, we call it Armenian Christmas on the 6th yeah, of January. Yeah, it's, yeah. 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 it's okay. orthodox. I think there's probably some relationship yeah. with the orthodox as yeah, well. But okay. uh, yeah, okay. Uh, yeah, for, uh, like... Um, yeah, so... This 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 season I I, I really like because uh, it uh, um, how would you say it it, um, it calms you down it calms me down relaxes me so it's like it's like an a breathe out you know it's like a long mm. breathing out so um, and it's cool yeah, yeah. that's cool yeah. okay. So, that, I mean, that is kind of suggestive that 2021, even though you were sort of coming out of your sabbatical era, um, but that doesn't mean that it was not without its challenges for you. So, mm. therefore, this sort of, uh, you know, so this breathing out process. Was, yeah. uh, I mean, it was for sure also a um, very special period because it was the first Christmas uh, period uh, after my father died. Mm. So, that made it also different and special um yeah yeah how but are you coping good i think yeah. good so far i'm planning to uh go to italy again in a couple of weeks to uh continue the i don't know um yeah to continue to digest and reflect the whole situation mm. um yeah and to take care of uh, of a few things and yeah um no no it was okay right we spent um christmas together my mom and my brother and and that was good mm. that was good yeah, yeah good um yeah christmas is always a bit strange i mean in the sense that when i used to celebrate christmas um back at the home when i was a kid we had lots and lots of people come together and we had mm. ridiculous like copious amounts mm. of food um, and, and once the sort of table was sort of opened, as it were, thereafter, the entire day I'd spend eating. And I, I don't know where that food went, because if I tried to do that now, the next day I wouldn't be able to stand up. Yeah. Um, but obviously, as kids, you can just eat and eat and eat and everything's fine, isn't it? Um, but I, I remember so many times some of my best Christmases would be like at night sleeping on the floor in sleeping bags because nobody wanted to go home. You know, my, my, my dad and his friends and my uncles would play cards the women would talk and wherever they talked and us kids would whisper away the whole night and um, that was really cool it was a lot of fun but um yeah since then christmas has changed i guess is that because i've grown up do you think i don't know i don't know what changed in your opinion um yeah maybe the realization that um santa isn't real yeah i don't know um also i guess the the demands my expectations um that no longer um i i i guess i received more responsibilities so as a kid i never had to take part in anything but then as i got a bit older my mom was like yeah you do this you do that you do that and um and i had mm -hmm. to do it mm -hmm. um mm. I, I don't know at what point these things change and also i think my family so they 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 sort of obviously grew up a bit and they decided that okay we don't want to put so much effort into this and so much effort into that mm. and yeah, I, I guess everybody just grew up a bit more. That's an interesting one because that's what happened to me as well that um, this Christmas period lost its magic, let's say, and the, the glitter and the fluffiness and everything, you know. And uh, um, But um, I took it back because I, I realized um, that... 
Okay, what I'm doing since a couple of years is actually that I keep one day to myself. So, and then I can um, celebrate celebrate Christmas uh, the way I like it with me, with me, myself and I, you know, mm. and, and this is something, this is like to take the focus from the outer world, like you have to rush there, you have to do this, you have to get this presents. What uh, what uh, would we want to cook? Where to go? Whom to see? And organize? Like it's it's more. You need sometimes. I have the feeling you need more managerial skills for Christmas than for than when you are I don't know a CEO or so. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean almost yeah, yeah. <laughs> more or less yeah. <laughs> almost yeah, yeah. But just to make the, <laughs> my depends point on the, depends on the company i guess but yeah sure <laughs> so and um and i i don't know when but um i started at a, at a certain time i started really to take time for myself and for example this year um i went to see my my mother and my brother 24th 25th and then on the 25th, and uh, the early afternoon, I went home. Uh, and I spent the 25th, uh, the, the evening on my own. Uh, because I wanted so and I was so much like I was looking forward to see my family. And I was also looking forward to this part of Christmas celebrating with me, myself and I. And this was so nice and I was all cheerful and I was nearly dancing all around my apartment. I was like, it was, it was so nice. And, um, and since I'm giving space to myself during this period of the year, I, um, I start liking it more again. So, you, so you've reestablished your relationship with Christmas. Yeah. It? So I'm taking Christmas. Yes. And I'm, and I'm, uh, and it's a it's a mixture mixture of I'm taking Christmas back and I am modifying it in the way it suits me. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's I mean Christmas is very much uh, subjective, I guess, toward with regards mm. to each individual family. So yeah. they all have different ways of doing it, but also cultures. So as in, in Germany, yeah. we celebrate here on the twenty fourth. Yeah. Um, in, in Italy on the 25th yeah UK as well yeah and families get together well I mean Italy but families get together also on the three days don't they no in the 24th is la vigilia di natale yeah Uh, but like um, Christmas is like really 25th Mm. like that's when the family Mm. comes together for for lunch mostly okay all right and for dinner yeah and everything everything (laughs) Everything else and the panettone oh man (laughs) man yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I remember in Parma, the um, Cappelletti and um, this, oh, it's fantastic. anyway, um, wonderful stuff. But I mean, in the UK, it's like Christmas Eve is in the pub, if you're of a certain yeah. age. Christmas yeah. Day, the 25th, you're um, you're with the family. Yeah. And on the 26th, which is Boxing Day, you're in front of the TV watching the Premier League football. Ah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, this is essentially, yeah, absolutely, lots of Santa fans in the crowd and so yeah. on. Um but this is essentially the um, the festivity, and of course, if you have that footballing culture in in the family. But um, yeah, so it's very different. I guess maybe this is also a part of it that when I, as I was growing older, um, and then football became more prominent in in the family because before there was no sort of Sky mm-hmm. television mm-hmm. where you could watch yeah. this stuff all yeah. the time. Um, yeah, my word, maybe maybe television changed Christmas. How sad is that? Rupert Murdoch, you took Christmas away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's blame everything yeah. we can on the man. Yeah. Um, no, but, yeah. but um, I think I really think that I also believe that Christmas is quite a um, um, a loaded topic. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, a sensitive topic, because I mean I think there are also many people out there. Uh, who, when they're listening to us, were like, "How how are they talking about Christmas?" You know, like uh, this one is uh, uh, preferring to stay on her own uh, uh, instead of being with the beloved ones, and and nobody seems none of them is going to church, and you know, like it really depends on the point of view. Mm. Um, but for me, the bottom line is, if it comes 
and sorry to throw all in one pot now but all these special days holidays special occasions like christmas like religious uh and traditional um days and uh, um nah, birthday i think we we should have a chance to celebrate them also at least slightly like we want to like it's good for us mm. you know i it's the same with new year oh my word you know like you, who where it's written that we all have to i don't know totally get mad on on new years i mean i had amazing parties on new years i had uh, new years in tears i had new years alone i had new years with uh, amazing people i mean i it's like Hmm. it's life you know yeah. and i and i actually refuse to be that i have to be in a certain mood in a cer on a certain day you know like uh, to 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 fulfill these expectations because if you don't feel like that well, who who says that you need to feel like that hmm. yeah. well peer pressure i mean it's like peer what are you yeah. doing on yeah. new year's eve oh no you can't be on your own and mm. and so on. I completely agree with you. As in, I some of my best Christmas, uh, New Year's Eve um, sort yeah. of uh, experiences have been completely with just with the family. Yeah. So no craziness. You know, everybody wearing jeans, chilling out, eating yeah. nice food, wonderful, yeah. playing games. You know, um, with the family. But also, I've enjoyed being on my own, just with a damn good book. Yeah, you know, the I, whole I night, feel you. Nobody yeah. there, no it's messages, just yeah, reading. I remember I had one of the nicest uh, New Year's was during my university times. I had like, I think it was two or three different invitations. Uh, and I, I decided to stay home and I watched two old movies like this old from 1940s, 50s, 60s. So I watched one before midnight, then at midnight I opened uh, the, the, the windows and, uh, and looked the firework. And then after that I looked, <laughs> I watched another movie and then I went to sleep and I was all, I was all fine and, and happy and relaxed. And then on the other hand, I had, uh, you know, it's not said that only if you are on your own on 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 such a day that it has to be uh, a disaster mm. the most disastrous uh new year's <laughs> new year's new year's uh, celebrations did i have when i was with people okay because your expectations were heightened um, yeah previously yeah being it uh, that uh, a part there is a party which has to be great or being it uh, romantic uh, only in two happening which uh, ends up in a disaster like all this um, mm. happens and uh, it's part absolutely. of life yeah. absolutely yeah, yeah. I, I i try as much as possible uh, and i have done for some time to completely remove expectation from mm. the the entire scenario and even then, sometimes I, I'm not completely successful because you still think that there are some things which are yeah. fundamental in a party, yeah. like maybe alcohol or yeah. good food and yeah. so on. And I mean, if you remove alcohol and good food from a party, then there's no point going. But yeah, um, yeah. anyway, these things do happen on occasion. But uh, The yeah. only fundamental thing for me on New Year's is to wear something red. Really? Yeah, because in Italy, it brings. Uh, they say it brings luck. Really? It gives you luck. You never heard. I always have a, a red brace bra bracelet yeah. or something. Really? Uh, yeah, yeah. I've to never wear something. Heard that at all. Yeah. yeah, I mean in Italy it's also that, and Which it's not only Italy? it's not only in Italy. Oh yeah, everywhere. Really? Yeah, and it's. I think it's also um, nowadays becomes um, um, a hype. Also like this Valentine things. It's that um, when you go right after christmas and you go to the shops you see uh red lingerie mm. and the shoes everywhere okay so I, so i actually never noticed that yeah so because it's uh, like the the the, the, um, the um imagination and the expectation of the shops is that men buy this for their ladies because they have to wear red and because they have to, yeah 
So, <laughs> yeah. No expectations. Yeah, exactly. No, okay. no, no, nothing. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah, so. Um, interesting. Yeah. But I this with the red that. is like something I, I've been told um, since I was a, a teenager. And my mom uh, also made, always made sure that, and even if it was just a, a bunt, like, a, mm. you know, like a simple thing she was putting on around my on your wrist yeah. wrist uh, so yeah you, ha you should wear something red that brings good luck so wow. and she wanted to ensure that her kids have good luck <laughs> yeah wow okay no i've never heard I, i've often thought about how different cultures have um these different things about luck so uh, for example if you can you can't pick up um if, if somebody asks me for the salt yeah i can't give it to them by hand i have to put it on the table and oh, then really? they have to pick it up I heard that also. I think it's a Middle Eastern thing. I never do this. I never do this. But yeah, it's true. Now as you're mentioning it, yeah. It's I crazy, heard isn't it? it? Yeah. I, I remember because somebody once asked me, um, yeah. and it was a friend from uh, with Iraqi origins, and she said, "Can you please pass me the salt?" And I was reaching out, and she's just looking at me, and I said, "Okay, well, you're either going to take it or, <coughs> yeah. or or not." She said, "No, you put it down first, and then she took it." Wow. And, and I and I apologize for my ignorance, but there you go. I mean, it, it's, but because because the the Brits, we don't care. You want salt? Here you go. Throw, yeah. it, throw it at me. <laughs> yeah. No? yeah. That's just how it is. Hmm. But then there's also this um, so European thing. You can't cross. So if you're yeah. shaking hands, you no. can't cross. So yes, exactly. No, no, this one happen. I know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that can't happen. Yeah. Or or the, or the other thing, which in Europe is really popular, when you like say cheers, you yeah. have to look into people's eyes yes. because otherwise it's like seven years bad sex or yes, something. something yeah? Exactly. Which, I mean, yeah, for us Brits, <laughs> a lifetime of bad sex. <laughs> it's not going to change with the glass. But I mean, um, yeah. But this never happens. I've never heard of it before, until I moved really? to to live in mainland Europe. So yeah. where does it come from, though? I mean, who, who, who had the concept to say, you either look into my eyes or you're going to be shit in bed? I mean, <laughs> I mean what is the what's the correlation? And then to count seven yeah, years. I mean, true. that was some serious research, yeah. wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. I, 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 I mean, who comes up with this stuff? Yeah, it's true. I don't know. I think it's us human beings. We Most just like to have traditions and rituals. I mean, yeah. it's all about rituals, isn't it? Yeah. And uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but it's true. Completely <laughs> random. And, and people get really upset if you don't look that. Yeah. You have to watch in my eyes and yeah. look me in the eyes. Yeah, you're risking a lot here. Yeah, no? yeah. <laughs> can't live with this. Yeah, yeah um, it's true. Yeah, yeah. But when I first sort of went socializing um, in Italy, and people noticed that I didn't do this. Yeah they were very offended as in you know you, you're messing around with that you're playing with fire here yeah you know, yeah yeah it's serious stuff yeah yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. my relationship <laughs> depends on this you know um <laughs> apparently i don't know yeah. cool okay well maybe we should sort of delve into this a bit more like with regards to sort of traditions and customs and um superstitions because some of them are superstitions too like yeah. i mean the italians are really superstitious aren't they no, like if a black cat walks. Yeah, through, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, and the leather, 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 leather. Yeah, yeah, that you can't under, walk you under. Shouldn't it. under leather. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Do you also have this? You can't take the rubbish out at night. Uh, no. You not heard that one? No. Okay. No, I haven't heard. Yeah. And and the thing is, <clears throat> what is nice is, if, uh, I I started I started changing things like if if uh, this. I know that, um, for example, my mom, when a cat, a black cat was crossing, I don't know, I think it's, there's a difference if it's crossing from left to right and from right to left. <laughs> yeah, I, is, I really yeah. don't know. Mm. And then she was starting to spit, you know, she was like doing, ah, there is a cat, a black cat, toot, 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 <laughs> you know, like to, to um, prevent the bad luck. And yeah. I mean, uh, for her, this, this, this works and then that's fine. I started uh, at a certain point that I I love I really like cats, and uh, and and I started a, a one day just like okay what if it's the opposite if I see a black cat it's good luck, and so now every time I see a black cat crossing I'm like yeah it could also be good luck couldn't mm. it? Mm. So you've changed it around. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. I mean you know I mean I mean these are these are beliefs they came up once upon a time from other human beings so and they were not superior to me to you to anybody else. you know like hmm. it's um 
But it's interesting how these stories and beliefs uh, continue to live. Mm. You're considering that these are almost, in some cases, pagan um, and ritualistic, which is completely you know, sort of runs against the tide of Christianity, which tried to push these things away. Um, I mean, the, the, there's another. There are also conflicting ones. So, for example, in the UK, they say it's um, it's good luck to see two magpies, uh, which are these black and white birds. Ah, okay. Um, whereas I think in Germany they say it's good luck to see one. I don't know. Yeah. So yeah, it's apparently it's bad luck to see two, but good luck to see one. Whereas in the UK, it's the other way around. It's bad luck to see a magpie on its own. It's better to see two. Ah, okay. It's very strange. I mean, somebody will probably tell me I'm completely wrong, but th this is what I. This is the legend that I grew up with. So, okay. yeah. But there are also this, you should not take a certain number. Like if somebody asks you, do you want some nuts? And then you take three. And then I had also people like, no, no. Or like <laughs> five or seven or eight and a half. Or I, I, I really don't know. I think it's like the ungrade zahl and grade zahl. Even. The and uneven. Yeah, like you can't take an uneven number of whatever really yeah i don't know i because i uh i don't work with that so i don't know it but i know that it happened to me that i was taking something and then people were like no no but then you have to take if you take two then you have to take a third one or if you take three you have to take a fourth one i was like why mm. i took two because i wanted two or you know no no because it's bad luck and then it's like okay Hmm. Yeah. There's also a thing about the number of tattoos you can have. Um, you know, now I can't remember anymore if I should have two tattoos or three tattoos, but apparently there's one number, wh whether it's odd or even, I can't remember now. Really? I think you're supposed to have two tattoos because they say that normally it's for sailors were tattooed. Yeah. And um, that means that if they have an even number, it means they made it safely back to port. But ah, I, but I don't so know. for the outgoing and the coming back. Oh, yeah, okay. I think, but I'm, I could be wrong then. I could be I'm mixing oh. it up a bit. But that would only count for small tattoos. So. And nowadays you have like pieces of art, uh, like covering half of a body. So mm. you wouldn't consider it like... I don't know. Who, who uh, would bother counting that? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, so... I mean, we are human beings. We need to believe something. And mm. I'm, I found it really interesting to, to think and talk and to reflect upon old beliefs, for example. There was always human beings who wrote uh, these things or who said so. And for me, that counts also for religion. Mm. So, but let's not go there. No, no, okay. <laughs> we, 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 we could under uh, pseudonyms, but uh, yeah, we won't do yeah. this today. No, no. Yeah. All right. Um, but we spoke about New Year's uh, resolutions. Because yeah. um, I have so many, whenever I ask students in January, yeah. um, have you made the New Year's resolution? Some of them say, yeah, and they're so happy. They can't wait to tell me about it. And others are offended. They say, why? why? If I want to stop doing something, why wait until New Year's? And they look at me and criticize me and say, why, why are you propagating this ridiculous, you know, uh, treatise, as it were? Um, and uh, yeah, so uh, wh where do you stand? Do you make New Year's resolutions? No, I don't make resolutions. <laughs> <laughs> why not? Are you? No, no, actually, the biggest one I did is I stopped smoking, but I did that in July in 2019 okay. it's got nothing to do with new years okay. but uh, yeah. yeah so but i mean i'm not against them i'm just not no. very creative at that time i think it's a temperature thing creativity comes out when the sun is on my uh, back oh okay maybe no what i do at the end of the year uh is a kind of a review um to and i started with that because I, I couldn't hear it anymore when people said like, thank God this year is gone, is past. Uh, next year would be better, better. And, you know, my hypothesis is that we always keep the negative things more in mind than the positive things. Yeah. So I had a few very difficult um, situations last year. Um, but I really refuse to say that 2021 was a shitty year. So uh, what I did for last year and what I did for other years as well is to sit down and then to walk through the year 
like to do my own reflection it takes like maybe one two three days depends on how much time you have and uh, and to pick out the things which i'm thankful for and then and that gives a whole different it puts a whole different light on the on the on the past year you know i'm not propagating to not see the negative things and the challenging things but i i really like to stress that we should see both and so that's what i try for me that's healthy for me that's good um that's what i discovered and so that is what i do and the the an interesting thing is when you reflect upon the the last year the current year at the end of the year and you uh become aware of what you are thankful for then it gives you automatically an idea like ideas evolve like that'll be great to carry it on in the in the next year like to it the 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 thought behind it is to that was great i would like to continue this it has nothing to do with this one year is over and the next year is coming it's a simple like i would like to continue and then it's something you take into the next year you know like okay very simple it's not a it's a it's a it's not a secret <laughs> dancing so well, i was <laughs> i was thinking, yeah. <laughs> so I, so i was reflecting up when i had amazing and amazing time last year in summer um dancing with incredible people get to know new people it was it was beautiful and also in autumn and and so for there's no question I could, sure i will continue dancing in 2022 so but that is for me not a, resol a resolution you know it's like something it's not because a resolution is something i want to do mm. but Or i'm going yeah but yeah. i'm going to do this mm. i'm going to continue dancing so there is no question mm. But it's so. also a natural continuation of exactly. Of, yeah. So and that's why, and okay. I think this natural continuations. This is something. This is like a a realistic thing, a, a good a good foundation to mm. continue. Do you keep a diary? Out of curiosity. No, I don't keep a diary, but I have a, a old school paper calendar, mm. and I I write. Uh, I make notes. Okay. Quite. Um, It's not a not only like three lines per day per day, but uh, detailed notes. Uh, detailed yeah. notes okay. Yes. Right. So and that is actually this calendar. This is the one I'm sitting with and a hot cappuccino or chocolate. Uh, and then I go through it okay. and um, reflect upon okay. what I did. Mm. Yes. I mean, that's a great discipline. I mean, I, I have this only for work related uh, things. I, I should actually do a diary in the way that you do them, too. Um, and, and I think this is like a, a habit that people have sort of come out of um, because it's also wonderful to be able to recollect far more uh, as vividly yeah. events of the past and you can only do this if you record those in yeah. your own words yeah. um, I, I, I listened I saw the, I have the audio book of um, um, Michelle Obama and mm -hmm. I listened to her Becoming mm -hmm. um, uh, book and where she reads it herself and I the detail with which she recalls specific events in her life mm. and feelings in those mm. times mm. can only be because she she recorded them somehow. Mm. Um, now, for me, I've missed already so many things that I will not be able to elaborate upon. Mm. Um, but w w what you say then, it just strikes me as pretty important, is to record your successes mm -hmm. and the things that you have done which you might not necessarily remember. And it's also good for professional practice. So when mm -hmm. you speak with a boss, you know, mm -hmm. so what did you achieve last year? Mm -hmm. You know, to remind the boss, I did this, because sometimes it's easy to forget those achievements. And then and, and if you don't tell your boss, you've done this great thing, mm -hmm. some other git might take that claim responsibility for mm -hmm. it. And you could miss out on a promotion too. So as in there are many benefits mm -hmm. to taking such notes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's true. And I actually do this also when I have like a yearly talk to your boss, yeah. to my boss. Yeah, yeah. I, you prepare yourself. So when I had a team, I was also expecting my colleagues to prepare themselves. And uh, so when I have a talk with, uh, with my boss, I do also do that. 
Yes. And it's not only about that somebody other, some other person gets the credit. It's like that it simply gets forgotten because uh, your boss is also a human being and can simply forget about things. And so um, for me, it's always an aha a situation. I like, look at that. I mean, it doesn't matter if I do my own uh, private retrospective uh, uh, process of 2021 for example or if i do it work-wise it's like look at this yeah i forgot about that i did that you know and it's uh, it's um if it's something nice it gives you the joy it brings back the joy you had you know but actually when i do my calendar thing i also know things which were not so nice. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And I make a flash. Okay. You know, like this. <laughs> okay, like this kind of sign, is it? Yeah, well, that. Yes. Oh, okay. So yeah, I know. Yeah. Uh, she says, "What she says, flash." She doesn't mean flash, flash. She means like um, a lightning. An flash. arrow. An yeah. er error, No. Yeah. yeah. Li there's lightning flash. Like lightning this, flash. Yeah, okay. yes, yeah, yes. Like watch out. Look at this. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. Okay. So. Mm. Uh, that there was a particular difficult situation or so, and then this is what. Um, uh there is this saying also you know like sometimes you you go through hard times and then only afterwards you know what they've been good for and this happens so often to me when i walk through my calendar mm. uh, it's like yeah that was a particular shitty situation and i really didn't want that situation and then when you look with the distance of a month or half a year or so it's like you know what evolved later and you stand at a different uh, point then you're like yeah that was shitty but mm. you know and that is uh, that is interesting does this process also help you to sort of extract yourself from the moment when there is the pr when the pressure's on so because you, you i guess if you've experienced enough of these difficult moments yeah. when you have another difficult moment you know that in six months yeah. this will be gone this will yeah. be simply a page in my diary so don't overreact now deal with it and then make your notes and go on. The first half, yes. The <coughs> the second half uh, would be great, but mostly not. Like uh, me meaning that uh, uh, I more and more when I'm in a hard situation or in a difficult situation or a challenging situation, I know like okay, you have been through different, many different other situations, and you know that it only because it's shitty now it doesn't mean that all which comes out of it has to be shitty e exactly and that would be great but it's not always the case because when you are in a challenging situation you are like all in there and it's hard to to get yourself like out there you know so mm. the only thing but it's still a thing is to know like okay i have to go through it it's really shitty and dark now but I know there can also come a different perspective later on. Mm. So there yeah. is light at the end of the tunnel. Style for example, yeah. Yeah, I, exactly. I guess these expressions exist for a yeah. reason. Yeah, they? exactly. Yeah. Can't imagine <laughs> who came up with that. OK. All right. Cool. Yeah. I mean, <coughs> I, I have a feeling though that there's the, the benefit of experience um, for both of us. I mean, I have a feeling we are we've lived one or two days. Yeah. Um, to, th there's a lot to come out. I guess we should just, you know, let the, the topics as they sort of roll out individually to inspire us. Um, but you also mentioned um, you're a very you're very much a natural person, mm -hmm. it, it seems to me. You're in tune with nature as well. Um, and the seasons were a topic that you wanted to to talk about i mean maybe we don't have to throw in all the seasons yeah, maybe we no. can just start with winter now and we'll yeah. leave spring for later on but um <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, what feeling do you get from winter i mean you're you really wrapped up but um um yeah like when you when when you suggested to talk about this end of the year stuff and so i was like uh, yeah we can talk about winter about the season the, the winter season because i am i'm all a sun lover like i think i mentioned before like 30 degrees celsius that's when i'm there i am mm. you know like full so everything else is cold mm. um and uh, so when I was younger, I really didn't like winter. 
it's uh, dark it's rainy it's shitty it's cold it's freezing and i'm always freezing and i simply didn't like it and i escaped there were so many years in my life where i escaped um because um i always used to say and still do say i keep the 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 sun in my heart i i managed to keep it until the beginning of january you know like october i'm still all euphoria um of summer and then november no i'm i'm not a person who gets a november blues because i'm all then excited about uh, the pre-christmas phase with all the glitter and the nice stuff to eat and you know like and then you have christmas and you have your new year and then in january it really there is like mid january and january it makes bam and i'm like i don't know i'm just like it's all winter it's never gonna be light again it's never gonna be sunny i want sun and i want and so then i always used to escape so the my the the most travels i did uh, were then in, in january february where i escaped to some places with a lot of sun and beach and everything you're going to italy in a couple of weeks right yeah well that is <laughs> yeah well, i didn't mean italy okay. oh, because okay. there's oh. like yeah but i mean still i mean it's so so amazing what a bit of sunlight does and um uh now nowadays actually even if it's i've i've been um to munich uh, the last weekend and um went for a walk i think with minus five degrees and i was sitting there um with a hot chocolate and and the sun was out and i was really feeling a little bit like in italy and even even the 15 minute you can sit there enjoying the sun and the cold is not so so difficult to to bear but if all it's gray and rainy and foggy and shitty i'm sorry i'm apologizing i think i use shitty a little That's bit too okay. often right. when it comes to winter i'll put it I in mean, the title they so. are they <laughs> shitty talk (laughs) so and uh and i mean i know i there are many people who love winter and snow um snowboarding and all this stuff that's great 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 i'm me not i'm more the fireplace and sauna person so um what i hated before or what i what was very difficult to bear for me years ago is becoming easier and easier because i can really see also the the positive sides of winter because it's the it's the time of introspection yeah. introspection my english is amazing yeah. <laughs> introspection and it, but there's a la- there's a, an italian word which is similar isn't it there must be something because intro and then uh, yeah. then you put just like introspection yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. something yeah. like oh, this it's, it's, <laughs> i do this often like to good. just uh, yeah also vice versa also when i talk italian that's like take a german or an english route and then just <laughs> build something around anyway um yeah nowadays i really like i i it's not it's not about liking it's about appreciating winter Mm. it's still a season which is a bit harder for me but it's also that i that i understood the importance of the different seasons and i feel them much stronger Mm. and i don't want to skip them anymore not as much as i wanted like 20 years back and uh yeah and i know and maybe this comes also with a certain age um i know more what's good for me so and uh, for example I'm in winter, I try to shift the most possible to do during the hours of daylight. Because I know like six o'clock and it's dark outside and it's cold and everything. It's so hard to get me out of my cozy cocoon. cocoon. Yes, exactly. It's, mm. it's just cocooning time. Yeah. and. Of course, I go out and everything, but it's a whole different story than in summer. In summer, I'm out like five, six, seven times a week, you know, meeting friends, doing different things. Um, 
and in winter it's all a bit it's slow down it's uh and it's nice it's like it's like i said before it's the it's a time of breathing out you know of like mm. relaxing i can't have enough you can't have enough candlelight and hot chocolate and uh, incenses and uh, I don't know, relaxing meditation music or whatever, you know, like, um, and it's, it's, it's nice, you know, um, it's the time for it. And then when spring comes, then it's also good. And then also different kinds of food, you know, mm. and yeah. So. I love soup in the winter. Oh, I, I love soup. Yeah, I'm okay. all a soup person. <laughs> yeah, me too. Me too. But I can't have soup in the summer. Um, is that is that just me or is that is no? That I, I'm I'm with you. Like seldom, mm. seldom. Mm. Uh, yeah, no. That's it's just that like in winter, I think I have every second day of like soup, mm. soup, soup in my mind. You know, you should have a soup, uh, sweet potato, carrot, or uh, how do you say kürbis? Um, pumpkin. Pumpkin, yeah, pumpkin mm. or minestrone, but mm. like a good thick one, you know, lentil soup or whatever. And in in summer, this uh, this is not coming into my mind. Uh, no. Like different things coming into my mind. I'd rather, I don't know, fish or stuff stuff like this. Yeah. Mm. So Barbecue. Ice cream. <laughs> Naturally. Ice cream. <laughs> Very Italian. Yeah, sweet thick ice cream. <laughs> God, the um, chocolato fondente. I yes. And that, this is just crazy. That's yes. lunch. I mean, that's not even ice cream. Yes. You normally, we'd yes. say that after lunch, yeah. you have an ice cream. Yeah. Nah. This no. stuff is lunch. It's no. also partially yes. dinner, too. Yes. You know, you know, um, this. Uh, uh, did you ever have a brioche with ice cream? Yeah. Oh my God. You know, I call this a sweet hamburger, <laughs> a, a sweet burger. Mm. So for everybody who doesn't know, a brioche is this, um, it's like a pastry. It's, yeah. it's, uh, it's a milchbrötchen, like a, it's a bun, a, a sweet a bun, a pastry, a sweet bun, and they cut it. And then they put um, two or three different um, uh, kinds of ice cream in it, whatever you choose. And then they, yeah, they make it like a burger. And uh, <clears throat> it's it's true for me. It's, this is in summer. I can have this as dinner. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think this year in summer I did that. I went to this. I went to the to the beach. And on the way back to get ready for the evening, I passed with my favorite uh, ice cream uh, thing, and I had uh, I needed this this uh, brioche with uh, with gelato, and I made a I made a picture of it. And I posted it in my statues. I was like, um, this, and I was like uh, playing around, fooling around with words. But like, like, if you don't know what this is, you are no, no Italian. Mm. (laughs) People kept writing, what is this? Why are you eating that? It's like, sorry for admitting we're not Italian. (laughs) No. Okay. So, yeah. Mm. Mm. But yeah, but this is, I mean, I, I remember in Parma that uh, people used to go and eat this ice cream in winter too. Yeah. Um, as in, because if you love ice cream, you just love ice cream. It's yeah. got nothing to do with seasons sometimes, yeah. is it? Yeah. No, but if I if I really go now in February or March uh, down uh, to Italy, uh, of course. I mean, even if it's... Uh, <laughs> Only 15 my friends, degrees. My friends are taking the shit out of me all the time because they say like Tanya... If in Germany it's ten degrees. You are you're complaining about that it's so fucking cold. And if you are in Italy and it's ten degrees, it's all a different story, isn't it? And I'm mm. like, yes. Mm. <laughs> and, and <why laughs> it is because I of the sunshine. I don't know why. It's like a, a head thing. I mean I know, but yes, and here ten degrees uh, no ice cream. No, simply mm. no. In Italy yeah, I could imagine. Maybe yeah. it will happen. It's I possible, tell you then. When yeah. I, yes. Maybe it's to do with the ice cream. I don't know. But yeah, that, yeah, that for sure. Mm. I mean, it's it's a bit different. Uh, yeah, and you have uh, um, uh, gusti. Uh, you have tastes, um, tastes uh, in Italy. Or flavors in Italy. Flavors, case. flavors yep. which mm. you can't find. Fior di latte. Mm. You yep. can't find fior di latte no, outside I, of Italy. No, I, I'm not familiar with it anywhere mm. else actually. Yeah. So and. Uh, it's one of my favorites. It's, yeah. Yeah. Okay. 
I, I, so I, I have to eat it when I'm there. No, of course. I, I always love yogurt. I don't know why. Yogurt ice cream. That's also good. It's not bad. Fondente and fior di latte. That's yeah, it what goes I together. Like. But that's an explosion. That's isn't it? amazing. Okay, all right. Sugar. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'm trying to eat. No, no. Um, all right, okay. We, we, okay, let's talk about 2022. So here we are now. Yes. Yeah. Um, um, but let's kind of complete the circle, yeah, and bring it back a bit to essential talk. Yeah, um, yeah. You want to do so many things, as we heard earlier. Um, what is the plan for essential talk in 2022? Obviously, we know we, we mm. can't, say too much we don't know mm. what's going to happen with the pandemic but um what would at this stage really satisfy you to have achieved when we come back and have the same chat next january in a year of now i'd like to have um the century talk on a regular basis. i like to have it to ha have to have it in different uh, cities berlin maybe my hometown and i i would also add a third um a third city wherever mm. or international virtual essential that 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 is for for the the aims i had already two years ago oh, i mean okay. i had already the plan for two years ago to have uh, the the central talk on tour in my hometown and in berlin didn't happen it didn't happen uh, in last year so let's see if it happens this year so as i said before i have many ideas but the point is i don't want to push it unnaturally i want it to grow organically mm. so for example the the um uh, the interview thing last summer that wasn't planned and i couldn't have planned for it it was amazing you know mm. so i'm open for things to come um but i also feel the um, the um, the strength the strength the inspiration <laughs> <laughs> yes, right. Uh, and the will to push it to push it even further. But I, I don't have a plan. I don't have an, an ops plan, an operational plan to to mm. to stick with. No. Yeah, I mean, I'd, I'd, I'd love to attend <laughs> one of these essential uh, talks in Berlin. Um, so I, I'm, yeah. I'm really keeping my fingers crossed that yeah. uh, this you can realize. Yeah. Um, but yeah, hopefully. Okay. I mean, chances are well because I, I have to come to Berlin or I'm going to come to Berlin on a regular basis anyway this year. And uh, and um, let's hope for, for summer, spring or summer and summer and should be should be possible. Mm. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, yeah, Tanya, that would be great. So I'm, I'm keeping my fingers crossed uh, as if from just to say as in from my perspective um yeah I, i'm going to keep on doing these these podcasts and I, and I love the fact that you come back hopefully we'll be able to do it on a monthly basis yes. too um okay. because you've always got so many wonderful things to talk about and and also today we wanted to talk about um ayurveda but we didn't get into it so next time i'm very hopeful um, that you'll be able to tell me about it because I have, I have no idea so I need to do some research on it okay yeah we can yeah. do if there's not something else uh, immensely important and popping up so yeah, there's, that, yeah. there's always, there's always, always something to talk about. about there is absolutely um, yeah and all that remains for me to say is yeah thank you very much because as you said you braved the Berlin winter to, to come out to okay you came yeah and, uh, <laughs> it's yes. brilliant to see you um, yeah, and nice. yeah it's just, I, I, I suppose the next escalation will be to have a short video clip because people you know need to be able to see you talk because you are so animated <laughs> I wanted to say that <laughs> what the people don't see is that I'm nearly bad hitting yeah, you yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I am so you cannot guys I'm so bruised yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had a teacher who told me uh, in elementary school was like, if I hold your hands, Tanya, you are not able to talk anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, no, that's not true. But I think he, he was yeah. right. No, but I mean, they, they, they say this about Italians generally, but um, I mean, OK, it's can't complain, really. It's such an animated, it's a lively culture, isn't it? So, yeah, uh, yeah. 
Yeah, but then again, yes, I am half Italian, but I didn't grow up there. And, you know, like, so, but there's, yeah. It's the power within you, isn't it? It's that aura. It's it's, I think it's the energy. It's like it has to come out. So now you also understand because sometimes I'm like this in front of the mic. And if yeah. you hear the banging, then it's my Absolutely. head I'm, I'm thinking, on the God, desk. <laughs> how am I going to edit that out? Yeah? What, what was the word you said before for the editing? Was it, sh what was that? Schnibbeln. Schnibbeln, yeah. Schnibbeln. Yeah, how am I going to schnibble that out? Okay. Um, yeah, indeed. Well, this, that's a challenge that I'm going to have to face. Yeah. Sure. yeah. Anyway, thank you very much. Thanks and, again uh, for having me. It was great that it worked out, that we that we are sitting together and that we had our first podcast in this year. And I would really two. love to continue as well. Cool. Yeah. Good. 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 Thank you very much. Thank and you, Zach. <laughs>